Now it's time for Inspirational Women, and we meet Kate Ekman, a Columbia University-certified executive coach. Kate is the author of a new book, The Full Spirit Workout, a 10-step system to shed your self-doubt, strengthen your spiritual core, and create a fun and fulfilling life, where she shares research-backed strategies to create change in our life. If you've been feeling a bit blah or uninspired, Kate is with us to help us with a jumpstart, a way to excel at the game of life that is specifically and uniquely our own. Kate Ekman, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I love that we share a name. Yes. You know, I really like that idea of this could be the Kate and Kate show. <laughs> Let's do it. This is going to be fun. I can tell. I think so. I think that you and I resonate on a really similar level. And uh, I guess we should use that maybe as a forewarning, like uh, fasten your seat belts. This could get to be really fun and bumpy, maybe. Yes, but we're going to we're going to enjoy the ride and and give people some some exercises and some tips and some tricks for how to overcome and manage all the all the bumps in their rides. Exactly, because like it or not, all of us will experience those kinds of things, those what we really do want to look at as opportunities for growth in our life. But but I don't want to sugarcoat that but just be realistic about it. These things happen. It's it's how we're going to deal with them. And that's why it's wonderful, Kate, to have you with us because you have really dedicated yourself to, well, you are a performance coach, dedicated yourself to working with people, companies, individuals, and have had great success, right? I just, I'm really passionate about having some uncomfortable conversations and getting people to stretch their comfort zone. And I work with so many incredibly talented and successful people, and they all share a few things in common. And one of those is that they all need to work on more empowered communication, having those tough conversations first with themselves and admitting what's working and what's not and and who they are underneath their titles and labels and perceived flaws and limitations. And then uncovering what they really want, not what they want, because what we want is often dictated by societal standards we don't even believe in, what the people next door are doing, what our parents want for us, and so forth. And so I just think it's the more that we can just be really honest about what's going on with us at our core, the better. And then from that place, we can deeply communicate with others, have more meaningful relationships, have more fulfilling lives and careers and and family life. And so the time is now, if you were wondering, the time is now. And I I just think it's important that we get really real with ourselves. And and like you said, not sugarcoat it and not pretend everything is okay when it isn't, but, but also not dwelling in the ain't it awful. Oh, yes, because that is not going to help us at all. If anything, it digs the hole a bit deeper. Yeah, it, it does. And I, you know, even, you know, your your listeners couldn't hear, but even I think just us being able to connect in a real way before we started recording and just and just talking about our days and, and kind of laughing at some of the absurdities. And I think when you can just have a moment, sometimes that's all it is, a moment where you feel truly seen and heard and acknowledged by another person, how powerful that is. And it's a gift that we can first give to ourselves and to everybody we come into contact with to really take a moment to listen and not try to even solve or fix their problems, but even just say, 
wow, I'm sorry you're experiencing that, or gosh, it sounds like you're going through a lot. I really honor how you're still showing up with a smile and, you know, doing your best. That That's inspiring. You are inspiring. So we're going to then kind of go back a few minutes in time to your telling me how this day is going for you. I, I cannot fathom that I would be at work when this is actually the day I need to finish packing up my apartment because I'm going to be moving across country, right? <laughs> Thank you for that. And see, you just said what I was talking about. You just acknowledged it. And when you acknowledge it, then what did I do? I kind of laughed. I smiled. I thought, I know it's crazy, but but I can do this. Thank you for listening rather than someone trying to diminish us. And, and sometimes we judge and diminish ourselves. And so this today is a moment I want to extend outwards to anybody listening to give yourself some extra grace today and some extra space space to just breathe and, and, and take a moment to just process all that's going on and really reflect on where you've been and, and how far you've come. And, and I don't think we do that enough to just sit, you know, I, I had lunch with a friend yesterday I haven't seen in years. And we thought back to even where we were when we met and even just a few years ago, being in a totally different place. And we're both just really thriving right now. And it's just a testament to putting in the work well, that's not sexy or some or even fun or glamorous and, and just keeping your head down and, and keeping yourself focused on the prize, knowing that when, when you stay in that space, you're going to attract the right people and experiences and opportunities and to, to keep going. Yes. But to also really take a pause and just let yourself be. And we need to find that for ourselves and you've done that for yourself. In, in fact, uh, on your website, it, it mentions how you have this special sauce, which is enthusiasm. But has that been something that uh, that you always felt in your life? I want to kind of delve into that so that those uh, those of us listening and, and wanting to relate with you, if we aren't enthusiastic and it's such a good thing to have, can we develop that? Absolutely. And and I, I even more importantly than that, what is your special sauce and taking a moment to tap into your own unique gifts and strengths? Because I have mine. And for instance, yes, I have this infectious enthusiasm, as my swim coach at Penn State used to say about me. And, and that keeps me going. And, and that's kind of the role I play in the room or on the team to keep everybody's spirits high and, and do that. You know, but we also have to look at the shadow side of our strengths. That can be very exhausting. That can lend itself to what if I'm not being the life of the party with the infectious enthusiasm? Is someone else going to be able to fill in that role? Is someone else going to be able to bring me up if I'm having an off moment because I'm human? But I think we spend too much time focusing on where we didn't get it right, where we don't quite add up. We all have that that feeling of not enoughness. And so the more we can tap into, you know what, I'm, or I'm a really great listener. I'm, you know, really great um, at patience. I, I would love to talk to or hear from the person who's great at patience. I think that's something we all struggle with. But I encourage you to spend some time and, and maybe if you're struggling, reach out to a trusted friend or family member or coworker and ask them, what do you think some of my strengths are? Because you'll hear things that you might consider a weakness or that you're not great at. And then you can, you know, start to think of ways that you can leverage these gifts and strengths for the betterment of all. Absolutely. I'm going to take a slight tangent on that and just say that, you know, I have 
I'm coming up on an anniversary of doing this show for 25 years, if you can imagine. That's amazing. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? But the thing is, prior to that, it never dawned on me I would ever do anything like this. But it was in a kind of seminar setting where people were sharing what they saw as your talents. And someone said to me, you should really investigate radio. You'd be great on the radio. And then I pursued it and look where I am. I think, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes someone may think they're giving an offhanded comment or, you know, they're just observing. But what a gift. I mean, I know I have really been gifted. So, yes, definitely, Kate. Yeah. And even a client that I work with this morning, and, and he sometimes judges himself or gets down on himself for being too emotional or being affected emotionally by things at work, and he should just man up and not be affected. And so, It's been really powerful to work with him on, A, not doing the the self-judgment, but moving into a space of even today, wow, do you see how you can leverage the fact that you are connected to your emotions, that you are empathetic, that that you do care so much in that way, how this can really be a strength or asset in this situation? And, And, you know, sometimes we need to dial up things and other times we need to harness this. Sometimes my enthusiasm needs to be harnessed in a certain way. The moral of the story is, though, the more time that we can spend in, in this space, the better. And I love what you did where you just, and, and how, how seldom do we do this to take a moment and give ourselves a high five or pat ourselves on the back and say, wow, I've done this radio show for 25 years, which obviously means it's been a success that you've been going that long. And, and even taking a moment to think about the lives you have touched. By, by being yourself and, and sharing vulnerably and connecting with guests in a meaningful way, we need to spend more time just there and as opposed to what's, okay, what's next? Or what do I have to do? Or what didn't I do? Or gosh, I, I wasn't also a movie star while I was the radio host or whatever. <laughs> you know? And so letting ourselves off the hook while also celebrating all that we have done and, and who we are. And isn't that a part of it, Kate, is get away from those comparisons, like, well, using the thing about, well, I wasn't a movie star. Well, but that wasn't my gift or what I was to do here in this world at this time. And if we really recognize that for ourselves. Yeah, and and a good way to do that and exercise, I do it. I do it all the time. It's it's really saved me the past two years when we've all had a lot of extra chaos and uncertainty to process. Is you know, or if you don't know where to start, I, I invite you to do my my sit and stare practice, which is where you spend at least five minutes a day and just stare out the window, stare straight ahead of you with all of your devices turned off. Put them on do not disturb silence. Um, do it where, you know, the kids or the dogs or whomever isn't in the room. And you can just really spend that time checking in with yourself like you would a small child and asking, how are you doing? What do you need right now? How can I support you? And I promise you, when you quiet your mind in that way and become more practiced at listening, you will hear the guidance that says things like, why don't you reach out to Kate about doing a, a show on suicide prevention? Maybe she's experienced something like that too, and it could really help people in, in this way. Or, oh, email that person about this opportunity. You just start to get that elevated advice because it's coming from spirit, God, source, higher self, whatever you want to call it, rather than the ego mind that's like, why are you even doing this? This doesn't work. Why did you say that dumb thing in the meeting? Why are you comparing yourself to Sally on Instagram still? Why haven't you lost the weight or gained the weight or whatever? And and so you get into that that gross, icky place. 
this keeps you connected to the truth and, and to your best self. And what's really a wonderful, because this is a work, this is our life work, really. And it's not going to be done in, uh, you know, our, our fast food type of society, like do it in an instant. And that's where I believe that your book, we can have you as our own expert coach whenever we need to, whenever we choose to, by going to your book, The Full Spirit Workout. Yeah, and then what becomes really cool about that is then you become your own inner fitness trainer and and you start to intuitively make decisions that are going to benefit you rather than limit or hurt or sabotage you. You you become fit on the inside. So just like we go to the gym to combat gravity and keep our physical muscles up, we have to have inner fitness exercises to combat against emotional gravity like fear, stress, anxiety, global pandemic, social, political, racial revolutions, comparison, judgment, anything that weighs us down. So this is about building strong attitudinal muscles. So when you get the upsetting email, you are not completely derailed from your day. You're like, hmm, you notice that's upsetting. That person was not kind to me. How do I want to respond? Uh, how do I stay in my kindness while also standing up for myself? And so giving you the, the tools to be able to do that, it's, you know, taking that pause before you say something that could ruin the relationship forever or get you fired or although, you know, if it gets you fired, probably shouldn't be at that, that <laughs> job anyway. And maybe it's, it's time to move on. But it's so important to place more emphasis on our mental, emotional, spiritual muscles and, and strengthening them because let's face it, the chaos and uncertainty of the world isn't going anywhere. So it really is up to us to build that strength and that, that grounded embodied confidence and resilience from within. And as you mentioned how there is all the chaos in the world, truly, it's it feels as though it's more chaotic than it's ever been. And we need to use these tools to be able to deal with that because it's there, but we don't have to be sucked into it. Absolutely. And it is a choice. Uh, I'm not saying that it's easy, you know, and these, these principles and practices, they're simple, but not easy, but it is just that it, it is a practice. I think of myself at where I was on, in Pilates, my first day versus where I am now and just a yoga class, the embarrassment of not being able to do anything, but you know, Shavasana at the end where you're just lying there, not moving. I was great at Shavasana, but the other moves, I'm like, gosh, I'm terrible. I have no flexibility. And, and so again, not beating myself up, but then I look to where I am now in yoga or Pilates because I've been willing to show up and put in the work. I've been willing to be really bad at first so that I can get to a place that's a, a bit more, a bit better. So I think that's what builds confidence too, is being willing to not be great yet or even ever. That's me in dance class, but I, I enjoy the movement and it's, a, it's nice to do things that we're not great at because then our, our perfectionism takes a seat. Our obsession with performance takes a seat because it's not about being perfect or delivering this all worthy performance to a group of people or to ourselves. It's just about having fun. So go do the things you're not good at, like me in, in dance class. <laughs> I'm glad that you're laughing because it is funny in me and dance class. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I'm laughing because I really relate to that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so obviously that is not, I was not destined to be a dancer in this world, a performer. You know, I I have other talents I need to go with, but but I, I love that. We, we need to at least 
make that effort to put ourselves out there. And it's just good for our body. That movement is so uh, exhilarating. Yeah, and and I, I just, I find it, you know, I, I live in New York City right now for one more day at least across from Central Park, and I do my walks over there. And, and I even have moments, and certainly during the beginning of the pandemic, we were, I think a lot of us were just walking a lot more. But sometimes I would be, I would set myself out like I was a kid. And it's like, you're going to walk until you're not grumpy anymore. You're going to, you're going to walk until you're able to forgive that person or yourself. And I, I do find that it's nearly impossible to be really angry and, and go for a brisk walk. You know, you, you literally like move it out and, and shift the energy and, and emotion. You know, if, if an emotion really only, according to science, stays in our body for 90 seconds. And after 90 seconds, if you're still really angry, for instance, it's because of the story that you've created around it, you know, and, and so I just, I challenge all of us to, when that happens to, to, to ask what's underneath the anger after 90 seconds, what is this really about? And it's really about, I feel disrespected and I'm triggered by that because I was, you know, usually it's something from childhood. I was just disrespected this way in childhood. And so the more that we can really lean into curiosity and get curious about our emotions and, and the things that affect us rather than dwelling in anxiety. That's the other thing. You can't be in anxiety when you are in curiosity. As you say that, Kate, I think of it as as a special sauce. I wish this were literally something that could be bottled, that we could really have everyone, you know, take drink it each each day. This thing about creating stories about things that happen to us, because I think that there's just so much and maybe and obviously I think too much of that going on in our world, which probably is the crux of this chaos we feel around us. Yeah. And and even something I asked myself, I, I got this from Byron Katie, a fellow author who, you know, it's that notion of who would I be without this thought? And, you know, my answer is always I would be free if I wasn't dwelling in the space of why is this person so nasty and treating me so badly? We've all been there, right? We've all been at the effect of bad behavior. And, and first, also, let's call ourselves out. We've all been a jerk. So maybe it's like, when have you been nasty and, and been a jerk to someone and, and cleaning that up also? But who would, I, who would I be without this thought? I would be free. And so a, a spiritual practice that I do is when, you know, none of us are enlightened masters yet. Um, but, you know, I, I look up and I believe in a higher power and I say, dear God, I am, I am not enlightened enough to not be judging this person or situation right now. Please take this from me. Or dear God, I am really upset right now, but I am willing not to be. And, and, and I, I am willing to choose peace. I am willing to choose forgiveness. I am willing to move on from this upsetting event. And something really magical, but it's not magic, magical at all happens. When we do that, you will experience a shift. If you are willing, that's when the shift occurs. And whenever I do that practice, things do shift quickly and dramatically. And so I, I invite everyone to, to try out that little exercise for themselves. Because this is what it will provide, as is part of the the title of the book. This is going to provide us with be, have living our fulfilling life. Because we don't want to deal with mediocre, oh, this is just good enough. I mean, what what a waste of of space and life. We want to to really be contributors and be all that we can be. Yeah, I think sadly, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people, and I was, you know, one of those people at, at times, and I, it kind of 
snap me out of it, but we've fallen asleep to the truth of who we are and what we think is possible. And we've subscribed to, you know, a society that says we're not good enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not smart enough. You have to have 8,000 shiny objects to be worthy of anything. And by the way, when you get those 8,000 shiny objects, you're only going to be happy for 15 minutes and then you're going to want 10,000 more shiny objects. And so I've really had to learn and, and all of the research I've done has indicated that none of those things outside of ourselves move the needle in our happiness and well-being. What moves the needle are things like acts of kindness and service, sleep, exercise, gratitude visits, which is where you, you know, write a letter to someone who's changed your life dramatically for the better. And, and you and you read this letter to them and tell them what they've meant to you and do it now while, while you can look at them in the eyes and, and not just at their funeral. And so these things boost our happiness. And we, we don't do them enough because society says, no, no, you're going to be happy when you lose the weight or when you, you look cuter or when you make more money or when you have the nicer car, house, outfit, vacation, dog, whatever it is that Instagram tells us we need. So let's unplug from that. Consciously, it is a conscious choice. It's going to feel counterintuitive. And when we, we dwell more into when I'm working on you know writing my book or in, engaging in a conversation like this, I am so fully present and I don't care what anyone's saying about me on the internet or what that other person next door is doing or stressing about money in the bank. I'm just dwelling in the present moment. And when you, when you live your life more from that place, you're going to start naturally attracting all of these things that you desire. That is just in itself so exhilarating, such a wonderful place to be to consider moving in that space and and moving forward through it. And we may have been settling in our life, but it's time to just stop. We make the decision, right, Kate? Today is the time. Today is the moment. Yeah. And reminding ourselves how powerful we are and that we can do whatever we decide is important enough. We can achieve whatever we deem worthy. And there are people out there who want to support us and can support us. And so it really is that choice and decision. And when you start doing these full spirit workout exercises, you start to build that inner musculature. So that becomes your default setting as opposed to settling for what is beneath you or doesn't serve you or just going through the motions and thinking, oh, this is good as it as good as it gets or you know, not feeling good enough, which first of all, everybody, everybody experiences that from time to time. So it's great to get a spiritual running buddy, someone who can do these exercises with you and hold you accountable. Um, I've made them really fun so that you actually want to do them. So it is more like fun Pilates and stretching as opposed to, you know, something that you're never going to do like 10,000 burpees exercise class that I I will never go back to. (laughs) So I think it's important I think we all need to have a bit more fun, even right now being tasked with, with packing up an apartment and all the emotion and stress that comes with that. And I've just, I've shifted it into a place of what if this could be fun and having more fun with it. And that feels energizing. And then I get packed up quickly and I, I'm in a place of gratitude for all of my um, experiences here and that this provided such a lovely home for me and then ex- excitement about the new home I'm moving into. And so when I'm in that place, it's, it's fun and exciting as opposed to, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to do this. <laughs> and, you, and you're reminding us once again, Kate, it is a choice, you know, to be able to just kind of be aware of ourselves most of the time, much of the time, and, and make those kinds of choices and then decisions. 
Yeah. And, and with practice, you get better. So I do just, um, you know, let yourself off the hook, have some fun and, and look at this as a practice. And some days it's going to feel really easy. You're going to feel in the flow and in alignment and other days it's going to be more of a challenge and just expect that. And that's part of the human experience. And for whatever reason, I'm, I'm feeling called to share that, um, you know, stress and um, sadness and, and anger and maybe some less pleasant or less positive emotions are what it means to be a human. It is healthy. You know, I, I cried yesterday for something I don't even remember. There's a lot of emotions going on. And, you know, I could tell the person I was with was kind of like, ooh, you're crying in public. And I, I just said I have no shame crying in public or anywhere else. It's, it's healthy. I'm I'm, I'm grateful. I'm crying happy tears. I'm saying goodbye to a friend who I lived near for 12 years. It's, it's appropriate that I'm shedding some tears and showing some emotion. And so I, I again, I keep feel like I'm saying this, the self-judgment piece, because I, I self-judge a lot. And it's something I've had to work to overcome and, and have more compassion for myself. And also, it's appropriate that I'm crying. I've lived here 12 years, and I love my friends. And so let's start labeling things that are healthy as healthy and normal parts of the human experience. Oh, that is beautiful. And I'm, I'm sad too, and excited with you, like sad, this chapter is closing. But yes, as you said, there's a new home waiting and new adventures and more friends, new friends to make. Um, and, and this is what is in store for us as well, to become more aware and experience that. So your new book, The Full Spirit Workout, a 10-step system to shed your self-doubt, strengthen your spiritual core, and create a fun and fulfilling life is available. And it's like our own personal guide to to help build all of this in our own life. Right, Kate? It, it really is. And it's a book that you can turn to again and again. I had one man who I was on his podcast, he said, this is really a life resource tool that will never go out of style. And you can literally do one exercise a day for the rest of your life and do repeat and keep going back to it. And, you know, I've made it I've made it enjoyable for every type of learning style, whether you like journaling exercises or meditations or Coach Kate check-ins, if you have an experience coaching and asking you the questions that will really get you to dig deep and experience some results and personal stories and research. It really is something for everybody. And I just, I think you're really going to enjoy it. I would love for you to take this journey of self-discovery with me. And I, I think it'll really help uplift the the spirit of the world. And what could be better than to be part of that happening, be part of this very positive and upward movement? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I'd, I'd love for all of you to join me. And I just appreciate you so much, Kate. You're just an absolute joy to, to talk to. And we'll have to do this again. This was so fun. We will. As you get settled into your new home, it would be fun to do another session. So before we wrap up, let's share your website uh, with folks as well so that they can find you very easily. Absolutely. It's kateekman.tv, K-A-T-E-E-C-K-M-A-N.tv, or you can head over to the fullspiritworkout.com with all the buy buttons and way to order the book and, and get started on your inner fitness journey. And let's just really be the the force that creates such goodness in the world and and uh, a home where all of us uh, really experience joy and a great life. 
Absolutely. So many thanks to you, Kate Ekman. Good luck oh, with all you the so pa- <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yes, uh, wishing you just a lot of ease as you finish up packing and uh, move forward. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day and weekend. I appreciate you. And I you. That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Kate Ekman and Sunday Morning Magazine with Elaine Park. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of seeing your unique place in the world and reaching for it every single day. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.